Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week we talk about real life issues that you're facing and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. You might have heard that phrase, go all in. What does it mean to go all in? It means to be fully committed, to be fully persuaded. So what does it mean to go all in with God? It means that we are fully committed to God. It means that we are fully persuaded that we are going to live our lives for God. I remember being a senior in high school and a friend of mine invited me to church and hearing the message that God loved me. And that message kind of blew me away because on the inside, I'm thinking, wait, God loves me, but nobody loves me. See, growing up, I grew up in a very rough home and I didn't know what love was. Never heard the words, I love you, never received a hug. I didn't know what love was. I had grown up with the thought process that nobody loved me, that everybody who was supposed to love me didn't love me. And so when I heard that God loved me, that he really loved me, that he sent his son to die for me personally, it rocked my world. And I remember as a brand new Christian that I wanted to live for God, but I had no idea that I could go all in with God. I didn't even know that was such a thing. I didn't really know that I was supposed to read my Bible I kind of did here and there, but I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't really understand how to pray. I thought every time I prayed that I was just talking to myself and I'm like, is God really even hearing me? I remember being in college and we went on this mission trip to Mexico. And I remember waking up one morning and it was freezing because when you're in the desert, (laughs) it gets really cold overnight, even though it's super hot during the daytime. And I woke up, I was freezing. I didn't want to get out of my sleeping bag. And I just sat there with God and it just hit me. God really loves me. And I received a revelation of God's love like I had never had before. And it was in that moment I decided I was going all in with God. But in order to go all in with God, there were some things that I needed to learn. And I didn't know this at the time. It took me several years to understand this. And so that's why I want to share it with you now. My life didn't change overnight. The brokenness that I had felt didn't change overnight. Being emotionally numb didn't change overnight, but it did change over time. And today I'm walking in complete healing. God has done some amazing things in my life, and it's because I decided to go all in, and I want to invite you to do the same. So there were three key things that I had to learn in order to go all in with God. The first one was, I had to get a revelation of how much God loved me. The second one was, I had to learn how to know God for myself. 
not just what other people were sharing with me, which is okay if they're speaking the Bible, but I had to learn to know God for myself. And then the last thing that I had to learn was I had to learn how to develop a compassion for other people. And once I had a revelation of those three areas, it's then that I was able to go all in with God and he transformed my life. So let's talk about the first one, a revelation of how much God loves us. Did you know that God is giving you his full attention all the time? It's when you realize how much he loves you that you will become unstoppable. So I want to ask you, are you fully persuaded that you are loved by God? Living in a culture, in a world where everything is based on conditions, it says, I will love you if, I will love you if you do this thing for me. It kind of makes us believe that love is conditional. And to them, love is conditional because they don't understand the same love that we have. See, God doesn't say, I will love you if. God's saying to you, I love you, period, exclamation point. God loves you so much and there's nothing you can do about it. We just have to receive his love just like we would receive any other gift. If for your birthday this year, somebody gave you a brand new car, this is like your dream car, top of the line, everything. And they said, here, I want to bless you. Nothing in return. Here, take it. Would you look at them and say, yeah, no, thank you, and walk away? Of course you wouldn't. You'd be like, oh my goodness, thank you so much. And you would take those keys. And if you're 16, you would drive that car. (laughs) So many times, just like what happened to me, it's hard to wrap our minds around God's infinite love. Like nothing can change his love for us. Nothing we can do can get God to love us anymore. And nothing we do can get God to love us any less. God loves us. And it's hard for our minds to wrap itself around that love because it's so amazing. But I want to encourage you. Receive his love. If you think to yourself, well, I'm not wanted. Nobody likes me. I just don't fit in. I'm so weird. I've got all these quirks about me. Ladies. You are loved. You are loved by God and he created you so amazingly and you are unique. But you know what? That's a good thing. There is nobody else out there that is like you and that is amazing. Did you know that God loves you as much as he does his own son, Jesus? I remember hearing that for the first time and I was like, what? (laughs) I could not believe it. But John 17, 23, this is Jesus praying. He's talking to God and he's saying, That God loves us as much as he does Jesus. And then looking at the life of Paul in Romans, Romans 8, 38 through 39, Paul is like fully persuaded without a shadow of a doubt that nothing can separate him from the love of God. Paul says, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. There is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. Are you fully persuaded that God loves you? I will be completely honest with you. There are things that will try to convince you that God doesn't love you. So if we're not fully persuaded that God loves us, it can easily pull us 
in the wrong direction. John 10.10 tells us that the thief or the devil, he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And so he's going to come into our life, and he's going to try to convince us that God doesn't love us. Don't let him win. Romans 8.37 says that yet amid all the things that the enemy is going to try to throw at us, you are more than a conqueror through God who loves you. Receive that love, ladies. So in order to go all in with God, the second thing that we need to do is be devoted to following Jesus. And when we are fully devoted to following Jesus, that's when we begin to know God for ourselves. In Romans 4, we see a really awesome account of something that happened to Abraham and Sarah in the Old Testament. And the reason why this happened was because he made a decision to be devoted fully to God. And listen to what happened. This is really cool. Verse 18 says, For Abraham, the human reason for hope being gone, hoped in faith that he would become the father of many nations, as he had been promised. So numberless shall your descendants be. He did not weaken in faith when he considered the impotence of his own body, which was as good as dead, because he was about a hundred years old, or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's deadened womb. Abraham and Sarah were old. Their bodies were past the point of having babies. And yet, even in those moments, when God spoke to Abraham and Sarah and said, Abraham, you are going to be a father of many nations. You are going to have a baby. He believed because he was fully devoted to God. He's like, okay, you know what? The circumstances say this can't happen, but God, I'm going to trust you. I'm fully devoting my life to follow after you. And listen to this, verse 20. No unbelief or distrust made him waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God, fully satisfied and assured that God was able and mighty to keep his word and do what he had promised. Ladies, even when the circumstances seem terrible, even when life seems challenging, even when somebody's making fun of you because you're a Christian, are you devoting your life to follow after Jesus? There are two types of Christians. There are those who gave their life to the Lord. And then there are those who decided that they're going all in with God. Someone who just believes in Jesus but doesn't go all in will only follow Jesus when it's convenient and when it's popular. But when you go all in with Jesus, you make the decision I'm going to follow Jesus even when it's not convenient, even when it's not popular, even when life is challenging. Someone who believes in Jesus but hasn't gone all in with him is more concerned about how they look in the eyes of others. But somebody who goes all in with Jesus, yeah, they want to be a blessing to those around them, but they are choosing to live fully for Jesus. Someone who believes in Jesus but hasn't gone all in is more concerned with tolerating the things that are going on in this world. But for those who have gone all in, they're more concerned with reaching the people and sharing the hope of Jesus with them so that the brokenness and the hopelessness can break off of them so that they can have the same love and hope that we have. Somebody who believes in Jesus but hasn't fully gone all in with God is more concerned about themselves and what they can get from God. Their prayer life usually consists of, God, I need this. I want this. Lord, why can't I have this? And it's all about them. 
Now, is it bad to pray about yourself? And if you need something to talk to God about it, absolutely not. But for those who have gone all in, they don't just leave it there. They ask God, God, what can I do for you? Yeah, talk to him about the things that you need. Talk to him about what's on your heart. But then ask him, Lord, who can I bless today? Who can I encourage today? What can I do for you? Ladies, choose to fully devote your life to following God, because I'm telling you, it will transform your life like never before. You will make a massive impact like you could never even believe. Now, what does this look like practically? It starts with knowing God for yourself. How do you know God for yourself? Take the first 15 minutes of your day and spend at least five minutes in the Word of God, reading the Bible. Start in the book of John or start in the book of Ephesians. And as you're reading, just even just a small section, ask yourself questions. How can I apply this to my life? What does this really mean? And as you do that, God will reveal his word to you. Then take at least five minutes and praise God for how good he is. You can do this with a worship song. You don't have to. You can just talk to God about how good he is. Lord, I thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for me. I thank you, Lord, that you call me your daughter, that you chose me even when nobody else wanted me. I thank you that you saw all of the things that I would ever do. You saw all my mess ups, all my mistakes, all my quirks, and you still wanted me anyway. And then take at least five minutes and just talk to God. Talk to him about your day. Talk to him about the things that you're walking through. Ask him, Who is it that God wants you to bless today? Who does he want you to encourage? What does he want you to do? And I say at least five minutes in each of those areas because you can spend more, but it's not about checking off a box and I did this. Okay. Yep. I did this. Okay. Yep. I did this. Okay. Yep. No, that's not a relationship. If you did that with your best friend where you saw her at school in the hallway and you're like, Hey, how are you doing? All right. Check. Got that done. Now I can go on my way. That's not going to be much of a friendship, is it? A friendship is communication, talking to them, getting to know them. And the same thing is true with God. Jesus calls you his friend. He wants to spend time with you. And then the last area, if we want to go all in with God, is we need to see other people through Jesus's eyes of compassion. Matthew 14, 14, it says, Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward the people and healed the sick. In Matthew 15, 32, It says, then Jesus called his disciples unto him and said, I have compassion on the multitude. And as a result, he fed all the people that day. When we see other people through the eyes of Jesus's compassion, it moves us to action. We can see things and, you know, we feel it in our hearts. But if we don't do anything, that's just sympathy. The difference between sympathy and compassion is compassion moves you to action. We look at them and we say, We can't just leave you there. We can't just leave you in your brokenness. We can't just leave you in your pain. It moves you to do something to help them. So what can we do? Well, we can share Jesus. You see somebody in the cafeteria at school or maybe in youth ministry, and they're sitting off by themselves and they're not talking to anybody. Go over there. Start a conversation with them. Ask them questions. Get to know what their biggest pain point is. And you know that by asking questions, not yes or no questions, because that leads us to an awkward place, but questions like, hey, what kind of music are you into? Or what school do you go to? Things like that, where you can get more of a conversation going. 
And when you do, a lot of times you'll see when something sparks in them, either a passion or a pain. And when that happens, focus on that subject, asking them more and more questions about that thing. And you'll find out that there's an area that in their life, if they don't know Jesus, that's kind of broken and kind of hurting. And you can share with them how God can give them hope. Don't let it be a scary thing. Sharing Jesus is the best news ever. It rocked my world. It changed my life when I was a senior in high school. And I'm so thankful that I heard that message that day. Something else we can do is we can encourage others. You know, compliment them. If you think their outfit's cute, let them know. Hey, your outfit's super cute today. Or I like your shoes. Where did you get those? Don't lie. Be completely honest. (laughs) If you don't like something, don't say that you do. But just encourage them. Hey, I saw the way that you did that. That's really awesome. Hey, your solo inquire was amazing. Good job. Just the little things can make a huge difference. Ladies, God does want to use you to make a massive impact in this world. God wants to fulfill his purpose in your life. God wants to use you to bring light into this dark world. But we have to make the decision. Are we going all in? And that is something that is going to be a heart decision that you make between you and God. God, I want to go all in. Maybe you're saying, I want to go all in, but I'm kind of scared. You know what? God's going to meet you right where you're at and he's going to walk with you. You're not doing this alone. But I really want you to take time to pray about it. Am I going all in with God? And if not, why? All right, ladies, I want you to repeat after me. And I want you to really mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, two quick announcements. I first have to apologize for not getting the conference email out to you guys sooner. It will be coming out today. There were just a couple of details I wanted to get down first before I sent it out to you so that I didn't give you incomplete information. But registration is officially open, and I cannot wait to see you all at Uncommon Teen Live. Ladies, be sure to mark the dates October 6th and 7th because you are not going to want to miss this two-day life-changing conference. To learn more and get registered for Uncommon Teen Live, head on over to the app, click on the tab that says Uncommon Teen Live, or you can go to UncommonTeenLive.com. And then the second announcement is this. Our summer Bible study is open for registration, and we would love to have you as a part of it. All you need to do is go into the Uncommon Teen app, click on the tab that says Summer Bible Study, and you can get signed up there. Have an amazing rest of your day, and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging. But God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back 
from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommenting Live and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommenting Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommenting Live, I knew that God was going to do something big. And he really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. Ah. <laughs> so stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you, and I'm just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.